Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his cousin gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. For the latest updates, information, and picks, you can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides, and you can follow my cousin Jared on Twitter at Cousin Jared. Today is Thursday, May 19th, 2022, and this episode covers today's best Major League Baseball bets. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, hitter and pitcher projections, and I analyze weather data in order to make one pick, one pick only on every game that's played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you the information as to what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As we go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so we'll give you our loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Cousin Jared, we've talked a lot this year about the roller coaster ride that baseball's been. Mm-hmm. You were on Friday. Friday was a fantastic day. Saturday was an awful day. Just continued that roller coaster. And then the last four days, the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday have all been like ho hum right around. I think I'm up like two units over four days. Every day's been right around even. It's been really calm and weird. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. It's not been the way the rest of the season's gone. Yeah. So that just means that we were like going around, you know, the flat spot in the roller coaster. We're either about to go back up or we're about to go back down, but we're probably going to have another normal day. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you go. It's it, it, the first part of the season was just so weird like that. I, I feel like we have, we should have more of these just run of the mill type you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, the bricks kind of balance out type days. And uh, those are obviously also fine. You know, yesterday uh, made a couple units, uh, a couple games that look scary in one, a couple games that look good and lost. And that's just kind of the way it normally goes. So it's, it's like, right. there's nothing much to say about those ho-hum days other than it's been, those haven't been, <laughs> haven't been many of those. It's been so many ups and yep. downs this season. Um, before we get to today's slate, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And the only way to ensure you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Share with the friend if you know others in the game. Hit us up on Twitter or drop a comment if you're on YouTube. We love those and try to respond to as many as we can. Also, I encourage all my listeners to have multiple sports books in their portfolios, especially ones with reduced juice dine lines for these MLB games. With these at your disposal, you should be able to find an edge on any game. I have a couple that I recommend. The links are in the show's description. And on the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash sportsbooks. And other than the time that the line moves from when we record until you're watching this, you can bet the same exact plays that the cousin and I are making. So starting off, we got eight games today, some afternoon ones here, 1230 Eastern. First pitch, you got the time, John. I got the time zone thing sorted out. So these are the right times. I know y'all are, again, watching this to know when games start. So I'm sure that threw everybody off that I was an hour off yesterday. Yankees <laughs> at the Orioles. Jordan Montgomery versus Bruce Zimmerman. Nice day in Baltimore. Mid-70s to start, low 80s to close. Winds will be out or across to right field. Probably not going to affect things too much. About 10 mile an hour there. Model says Yankees minus 208. I'm seeing Yankees minus 205. So I think the Yankees probably have a slight edge on this one. It's not as big as some of the other ones. Uh, We got that first five under with them yesterday. Today I'm going to go back to the plays I was making previously, which is Yankees run line. Uh, It's minus 130. I'm only giving it a B pick. It's not one that I think is really strong, but I do think that Jordan Montgomery is – I've got him projected about a full run better than Zimmerman. I think he's the better pitcher. The Yankees have the better offense. They have the better bullpen. Chapman aside, as long as he doesn't, you know, 
take a two turn a two run lead into a one run lead in the ninth again. I think the Yankees are the right side here. That this is only minus one thirty. I think there's a little bit of value, so B pick for me personally. I think this should be more like minus one forty or minus one fifty. I think the Yankees can take this one and then get out of Dodge. Cousin Jared, what do you think? <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Yankees run line here. I don't like the odds. I don't like run lines necessarily in general, but you know, sometimes if it's like 110 or even money, minus 110 or even money or you know, even maybe minus 120, I, I don't feel quite as bad about it. The 130 just makes me a little bit uncomfortable, but the Yankees have just been playing so so well and it's not Jordan Lyles going for the Orioles. So I I you know, as much as I hate laying the juice uh, on a minus one and a half run line, I, I'll, I'll do it in, in this situation. So, so I'm on the Yankees here as well. And yet you mentioned Lyles, the guy that we've been kind of backing a little bit. He uh, gave up the three runs in the first yesterday and then clean after that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Zimmerman's had some decent starts as the season's gone along. He's kind of played out like I was expecting kind of the, the good luck kind of turning back around to more normal, not a bad pitcher. He's just, I think the Yankees can get to him. I'm kind of like you. It's almost like a B minus pick because the odds. I, I, yeah. I was really hoping for better odds on this, um, but I still think the odds should be higher. That doesn't mean I'd want to play it higher. I just think the odds should be higher. Uh, those aren't necessarily, of course, the the same thing. 105 Eastern first pitch Padres at the Phillies. You Darvish versus Kyle Gibson. We've got mid to upper 70s winds mostly blowing across, so no wind effect there. The model says Phillies minus 104. So I'm playing Padres plus 104. A B pick. I think the Padres are the right side here. I would hope for better odds. I don't I wish I was getting more like a plus 110 on this. But I still think the Padres are the way I, I want to go here. I've talked about before, I don't really trust Darvish. I don't really like backing him. But I like him more than Gibson. I project him to be uh, about a third of a run per game better than Gibson. Both of these offenses are kind of up and down. I, I think that, you know, I know the Padres on the road here, getting out of town here on this day game. But I just think that, as much as I dislike Darvish, I dislike Gibson more. Um, mm. I think that the general perception of Gibson is that he's overvalued. And so in general, I kind of want to fade him one way or the other. I'm doing it by taking Padres plus 104 with a B pick. Anything plus odds I think is worthy of a play. As much as I wish this were higher odds, I'll settle for the plus 104. I like plus odds in this case. I'm taking the Padres. Cousin Jared, what do you think? So I was in I was in the same boat. I, I I kind of wanted to back the the Padres here just because I'm not necessarily actually kind of matches exactly what you said. I don't trust Darvis that much, but I, I trust Gibson less. But the thing is, is we talked about it last time I was on. The Phillies play weird games. That that game last week where I was on here where Zach Wheeler was starting, you know, I basically told you why I wasn't on any side in that game. And then it went over. There was like 14 runs yeah. in that game against the Dodgers or something. So same type deal here. I don't want to be involved in a, uh, a 12.05 Central game where my phone's blowing up 
when I'm at work. So let's just, you know, pass <laughs> on this for today. I can't deal with, with the Phillies right now. Maybe at some point I'll come back around to, to where I feel a little bit better about them, but that's just not right now. I guess one thing to keep in mind, though, maybe to make you feel better, I know Bryce Harper's been out the past few games with, with his UCL after he got that injection. So maybe he, you know, Maybe he'll still be out, and that definitely makes you feel better if you're backing the the uh, Padres in that situation. But for me, I, I'm just staying away. That the Phillies are a roller coaster ride that I do not want to be on right now. Yeah, I'm kind of treating it, and someone out there may know more than I do. I'm kind of treating it as like 50-50 he plays because it's one of those like at some point we assume he's coming back. Right, right. Soon, we just don't know really when. Um, being on the Padres, ho- hopefully it's not today. Obviously, I hope everyone's healthy yeah, and, yeah, and this yeah. isn't in pain and everything. But yeah. like <laughs> selfishly backing the Padres, yeah. I'm like maybe he just needs one more day just to hang out with his friends, right? Right, right, exactly. Uh, one ten Eastern first pitch Cardinals at the Mets. Dakota Hudson versus Chris Bassett's low sixties in New York. A little chilly there for a day game. Uh, no real wind to speak of, about five miles an hour. It might be starting off at the beginning of the day, blowing in a little bit. Not going to affect things too much. Model says Mets minus 155, which is right in between where the number is at the moment. If I had to pick a side, I'd pick the Mets. I just like Bassett more than I like Hudson. I don't really love the minus 155, though. So I started looking at the other markets. I'll go Cardinals under three and a half. I hate the juice. Minus 146 is is awful here. So it's only a B pick for me, but the Cardinals have scored nine runs in three games in this series. And I think Bassett's a pretty good pitcher. Mets have a pretty good bullpen. So, I mean, they've been at three runs a game. And I know some people may say that twice they went over three, but they did with four, right? So it wasn't like they were cruising over. They scored four, one, and four on aggregate. I expect them to score three runs today, maybe two. They obviously can get to four. Like I said, there are no locks in gambling. But I think under three and a half is a smarter play. I don't love the odds, but it's worthy of a B pick in my opinion. I don't trust this Cardinals offense. It's a chilly day. Ball's not going to be flying. And I think Chris Bassett's pretty good. So B pick for me, Cardinals team total under three and a half, despite the juice. The other way you could look is if you had an option of under three flat, you might push, but at least you get better odds. Cousin Jared, what's your take? Basically the exact same thing that you said. I think Bassett is is pretty underrated. Uh, I, I think he's he's really good. I wanted to back the Mets here. I would have backed the Mets here all the way up to whatever the model made the line. And, and so, but unfortunately for me, the, the line is right in the middle of, of what the, the model's saying there. So um, no play for me on this one, but I generally agree. You know, I think maybe even an underplay would be fine. You know, if I had to choose a side, again, I'd choose the Mets. I really, I really like Bassett. Um, so uh, no play for me here, but, but I think the professor may have, may have picked the best side to be on for this one. Yeah, but I definitely agree with you. Yeah, model says minus 155. I think I would have gone Mets up to minus 160 is kind of my tipping mm-hmm. point there. We're seeing minus 162 right now. It's just a little too steep, right? And right. again, I do think the Mets will win. We just have to be careful about laying these big odds. You know, yesterday, the, the great example, of course, the Mariners-Blue Jays game, right? And I, the model said take the Mariners at plus 200. So that's just insane value. The Mariners get the job done for us. It was a nice big dog winner. And if you're sitting there going, oh, the Blue Jays will probably win. Gaussman's good. And Gaussman is good, right? I'm not going to take that away from him. But if you if you lay those big type odds like that, it doesn't take many losses to wipe out all your profits, right? So you just be careful about those big odds there. And so the Mets just, the price is just a little high to me, even though I do think they win. 
I just, like I said, I'm kind of like, I just up to like, once you get to past 160, I'm just, I just don't like it as much. So yeah, I'm going Cardinals team total under 110 Eastern first pitch uh, game. We were supposed to have yesterday Reds at the Guardians, same pitchers, Tyler Malley versus Cal Quantrill. A little bit warmer today than was projected as of yesterday for yesterday's game. Uh, 70 to 75 degrees. Wind will be blowing across to right field, maybe a little bit out as the game ends. No real wind effect, but a nice day. Not really one where the ball is going to be knocked down any so kind of a neutral environment. Um, model says Guardians minus 134. So you could look to play the Guardians. I think I made the same comment yesterday. The Guardians would be the angle to look on the money line if you if you went that way. I went under yesterday. I'm going to go over again today. Yesterday I had a B pick because it was seven and a half with juice. Today I like it as an A pick at eight minus 102. I like it a lot more than the seven and a half with juice because what we're giving up is potentially a win. But if we push now, again, that's no harm, no foul. Try again tomorrow. Um, if we end up losing, we save ourselves some money because we have better odds. I like the fact that it's a day game. Ball tends to fly a little bit more in the day games. I like the fact that both of these pitchers were supposed to go yesterday, and so you never exactly know what's happening. But sometimes these pitchers, being such creatures of habit, sometimes struggle with that. I had my routine. Hmm. I did my two days before throwing and my one day before, and then I got going that day, and then I have to pitch the next day. If there's any effect like that where a starter struggles or isn't able to go deep into the game, we get to the bullpens earlier. There's just a lot of ways that this can go sideways and get a lot of runs on top of the fact that the Reds' bullpen is involved, which would be more runs also <laughs> as the yeah. day warms up. As It's going to be hotter when the Reds' bullpen gets involved. That's also better. Just a lot of ways we can get a, get some runs here. So over eight, about even money, A play for me. Cousin Jared, what do you got? I am on the Guardians here at minus 128. Uh, so I, I know maybe the advanced statistics say that, that Molly and, and Quantrill are about even. But, man, Molly's been so bad this year. ERA about six, uh, whip over one and a half. So knowing that I'm going to get at least a few innings out of him and then going to the Reds' bullpen, I just kind of – I feel like there's value on, on the Guardians at, at that number. So so I'm taking the Guardians here, and it has everything to do with the Reds starting pitching. Just, man, so many potentially bad options to, yeah. to throw out there uh, that I feel pretty good about backing the Guardians. Yeah, that's a good point you make. I still project uh, Mally to be a little bit better than Quantrill, but that's, of course, a mix of last year's numbers and this year's. But yeah, I said from the start of the year, I thought Molly was maybe a little bit better than league average, but every time he pitches, it seems like he gets yeah. closer and closer to league average. And now he's tipped to the other side where one of the projections that I've got has him below league average now. Yep. And so, yeah, like you said, he's just been very bad this year. And you never really know, right? You never really know when someone's going to turn it around or how that's going to continue, but it's a disturbing right. trend and adding in those data pieces. And last year where it was some smoke and mirrors a little bit there, I think he's overvalued. I don't think he's quite as good as people are thinking. And like you said, I think th I think the market's catching up to him with how bad he's been right. this year. Uh, so at some point you wonder how many more opportunities are we going to get where people think he's good when he's maybe just average. Yeah. Last afternoon game of the day, 210 Eastern first pitch, White Sox at the Royals. Vince Velasquez versus Carlos Hernandez. Velasquez is a guy we've talked about for the most part, liking kind of like Jordan Lyles yesterday. 
warm day in Kansas City. We're going to start from the low 80s and close in the upper 80s. Winds will be blowing out about 10 miles an hour to left field. The game total on this one's nine and a half, and that's partially the starting pitchers. That's partially the weather. Model says my White Sox minus 120, so potentially an edge on the Royals. I'm personally not brave enough to play the Royals unless I'm getting giant odds backing Carlos Hernandez against Vince Velasquez, who's been a pitcher who's pretty solidly been able to get five good innings in most starts. I trust the White Sox bullpen more than the Royals bullpen only because I don't trust the Royals bullpen. The White Sox bullpen hasn't been as good as it should be, but I don't really think the Royals bullpen is any better. I was going to go over on this game, and then I saw how high the numbers were, and I thought, I think it's just an overreaction. I'm going to go first five under five. B pick for me here. Last time I tried a first five under with Carlos Hernandez, he looked great for the first four innings, fell apart, and they just hung him out to dry in the fifth. I just hope that they learned their lesson and that they're not going to do that again. That's really my hope here. Right. Again, I trust that I can get five good innings out of Velasquez and then whatever happens with the bullpen, I don't have to worry about it. Whatever happens with the ball, with the temperature being warmer and the ball flying out, I don't have to worry about it. We get out of dodge here. It's a little bit of a hold my breath type play, but we got those first five unders yesterday that were a little bit scary. This one's a little bit scary because the pitchers and a little bit scary because the weather, but I just, I, I just think it's an overreaction. I think we've got some value at five. I think it might push at five, but I think we got a lot of chances for this to win. I see this being a 3-1-2-2, maybe a 3-2. And like I said, we push. Just got to hope that the ball doesn't fly out too much here is the yep. only only hesitation that I can't get to an A play because the ball might be flying out. So as yep. long as we can prevent those warning track fly balls from getting over the fence, I like this one. Can't make it an A play because the weather does is – just scares me a little too much. First five under five minus one Oh five odds B pick for me. Cause Jared, what do you got? I wanted to back the Royals here because Vince Velasquez, when he's good, he's really good. But when he's bad, he, he has, has some, some issues. And so being able to play the Royals at close to plus plus one thirty, you know, I thought was pretty good value. Then I started looking at the Carlos Hernandez. I saw his ERA was over nine and his whip was over two. And I was like, ah, oh, this guy's made two starts this year. No, he's made six starts and his ERA is over nine and his whip is over two. So yeah, I saw that and I'm like, nap. This game is not for me. This is not something that I want to be invested in. Um, so I like your where your head's at there. I mean, push protection at five for the first five innings. That's 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 a, a lot of runs. It's a lot of runs, especially with for the most part. And we talked about with the baseballs, they're mixing in some of the old ones potentially because some of them are flying. Yeah. But we're still seeing the ball not fly that much with this new ball that's like misshapen and spongy and whatever. Right? That's a lot of runs. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, as long as one of the 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 pitching errors. Long as the managers don't leave one of these guys out there hanging, like you mentioned, happened to Hernandez last time. So I, I, I like your play there, but man, th these are two teams with these pitchers that I, I don't feel comfortable backing. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Like I said, it's a scary one. It's one that there's definitely some of you are going to be watching this and be like, "You're crazy for taking this pick." I'm, I'm well aware the potential issue here with a warmer day and these two starting pitchers, but. The White Sox offense has still been very up and down and still just not up to their potential. And like I've said before, I don't think the Royals offense is very good. It's definitely a plug your nose and play type thing. Yeah. yeah. And that takes us to our evening game, 17 Eastern first pitch. Mariners at the Red Sox, George Kirby versus Rich Hill. 
A rich hill that, like we talked about last time, seems to be defying father time. George Kirby had that amazing first start. Both of these guys did struggle a little bit in their last starts, but overall I think there's going to be more good than bad. A chilly night in Boston, mid-50s, winds blowing across to start, out to finish, but only about five miles an hour. It's not going to affect things too much. Mono says Red Sox minus 135. I'm going to back the Red Sox at minus 122, and I'm going to give this an A grade. My thinking here, a couple of things. First off, I think Rich Hill's undervalued. I think he's better than people realize. Again, he is old. I doubted him at the start of the season, but I like what I've seen. So I think we're getting some good value here backing Rich Hill. As good as Kirby is and as good as I project him to be, I think there might be a little bit too much hype. It's all about the number, right? Everything here is always about every team has a number you'd play them. And that doesn't mean that the other team you'd play at the opposite number. It might be that there's a gap where you play nothing. But every team has a number that you play them. I think Kirby is priced just a little bit too high here. I think that the starting pitching matchup, I do project Kirby better than Hill. But I think it's a lot closer than people are thinking. Obviously, the Red Sox have a much better offense than the Mariners. And they're at home. And so my perception of this number at Red Sox minus 122 is that people think that Kirby is light years better than Hill. I don't think that's true right now. I think he's better than Hill, but I like what the Red Sox offer in other aspects of this game. Red Sox minus 122 is my pick. A play for me there. Cousin Jared, what do you got? Rich Hill in a Red Sox uniform reminds me of Tim Wakefield. Both yep. of them old. Yep. They just like find the fountain of youth. Wakefield throwing the knuckleballs. Rich Hill's throwing the curveballs. I mean, it, it's it, this is kind of what it reminds me of. I agree with your assessment 100% here. I, I think Kirby's going to be very good. I think he's getting overplayed a little bit here. And other than that, I know the records are fairly similar, but I just have a little bit more faith in the Red Sox than I do the Mariners. Maybe that's just because I, I watch more of the Mariners every year. I I, I don't know. Um, but just have a little bit more faith in, in them in this spot. And I think that, like you said, that Kirby number is just being baked in. And it's it's it, I think it's just a little bit too much right now. So I feel good about being on, on the Red Sox here at minus 122 as well. Yeah, like we said, Kirby, a pitcher, I don't want to – no disrespect. I mentioned last time I think he's going to be fantastic. I already project him to be good. I just – it's a little too much respect in this start. doesn't mean that next start we won't be backing Kirby, right? It's all about the price. Today I think there's value on the Red Sox because Jerry do agree with that assessment. And that takes us to 740 Eastern first pitch. Diamondbacks at the Cubs. Zach Gallen versus Marcus Stroman. Model – says Cubs should be slightly favored. It gives them about a 52% chance to win in a warm night in Wrigley. It'll start off in the upper 70s, close in the low 70s. Wind's blowing out to left field at 10 to 15 miles an hour, so definitely a hitter's night in Wrigley. We don't – I feel like we've mentioned this before. There's like one game a day, I think. Cousin Jared, where we text beforehand and and it's like, hey, we both really like this. Let's just make sure one of us takes one, one of us takes the other because there's two really good angles. This was that game today. Other games we don't talk about at all, so I don't, I have no idea where your head is. You have no idea where my head is. This is what we did talk about. Model thinks the Cubs should be favored. I think that makes a lot of sense. I hate fading Zach Gallen, but I don't think Stroman is that far behind Gallen. Uh, the Diamondbacks bullpen, as we know, is very, very bad. We've talked about that. Offensively, 
I think these teams are probably about even on offense projected going forward. Cubs, not great. Diamondbacks, not great. Neither one really has much to, to talk about there. But the Cubs bullpen is a lot better at home in a situation where the starting pitcher, again, as much as I like Gallon, Stroman isn't that far behind him. So I think Cubs makes right. a lot of sense. I'm going to go over. This is a weather play here at eight. I think the over makes a lot of sense. Push protection, if it's a 6-2-5-3 type game, if it's 4-4, we've got the winner. Again, we're starting off here, and it's it's relatively warm for this time of year for Chicago. Wind blowing out to left, and that park can be a massive hitter's park when the wind's blowing out. I think over eight makes a lot of sense. I think this number's being drawn down by the pitchers. No disrespect to them. I think they're both very good. I just think the wind blowing out and the Diamondbacks bullpen being involved. I think there's a lot to like your over eight B pick for me on this one. Cousin Jared, what do you have for us? I'm going to go back to the college basketball podcast here. And this is going to be our toss up special today. It's, it's something yep. about an even game and I'm getting plus odds with a team that should be slightly favored. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's ride the Cubs. I'm like you, I hate going against, um, Zach Allen, but we know, you know, the, the Diamondbacks offense was just atrocious at the, beginning, at the beginning of the season. You never know when that might come back. The Diamondbacks bad bullpen that could rear its ugly head at any time. So I, I just, you know, as much as I like Allen, when I look at the totality of the teams, I feel like there's just so much variability with, with the Diamondbacks and being able to get the Cubs at uh, plus odds at home with, like you said, Stroman going, who, who's been maybe a little bit underrated this year. Um, all of those things combined kind of makes me feel pretty good about backing the Cubs. Yep, absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. A toss-up game where the club Cubs should be slightly favored and you're getting plus odds offers tremendous value. Cousin Jared, you're officially taking the Cubs. Cubs at plus 105. I'm taking the over eight for a B pick. And our last game of the day, 18 Eastern first pitch, Rangers at the Astros, Glenn Otto versus Fromber Valdez. We talked a lot about Fromber, whether you're getting good Fromber or bad Fromber. Lately, we've been getting a lot of good Fromber. Good from, yeah. his, yeah. his, his, his three starts this month have all been fantastic. Against the Rangers offense that scored a few runs against Anaheim, but don't let it fool you. They've scored it against that really bad Angels bullpen. Astros bullpen from their top four or five guys are all pretty good. Their back end is a little bit weaker. Uh, but if we get some good Fromber today, which is what we've mostly been getting, and then an Astros bullpen that if they're if it's a tight game and they're throwing their better guys, I think can hold down this Rangers offense who scores against weaker pitchers. But that's not what we have today. Model says Astros minus one thirty three offers no edge on either side. If I had to play it, I'd play Astros run line just because I don't want to lay a price like minus two hundred. But I don't think there's a ton of value on the side. I think it's priced pretty fair. So instead, I'm going to go Rangers under three and a half. It's minus 124, and I'm giving this an A-grade pick. Like I said, I just don't trust the Rangers' offense. We've gotten a lot of good Fromber. Fromber loves pitching at home. The only hesitation I have on this play, really, is the fact that the Astros could get out to a 7-1 to lead and then throw weaker pitchers. That'd be the only way I think this play really goes awry. Obviously, anything can happen, right? The Rangers can put up a five spot in the first inning because that's sports. But in general, I think my biggest fear is the Astros running away with it. So if you wanted to hedge a little bit, you could drop a half unit on the run line to kind of counteract. But otherwise, I think we're going to see good Fromber here tonight. We've seen a lot of that lately, and I think he holds the Rangers' bats in check. I think the Astros' top arms in the bullpen keep the Rangers' bats in check. A pick for me, Rangers under 
three and a half at minus 124. Because Jared, what's your take? All of this feels pretty spot on. I was definitely prepared to, to take the Astros all the way up to like minus 180 or something. But it's something about going above minus 180 that just in general, I, I don't feel really good about. So, um, you know, I... I was really surprised when I saw the, the minus 200. But again, I, I feel like that matches up. Proverbs been playing, playing, uh, pitching really well. So uh, no play for me. I'm staying away from everything here. This this all feels pretty spot on. Yep, yep. And that is all of the games of today. All eight of them. No games to talk about in extra innings. I'll recap my apex here. I've got Reds at the Guardians over eight at minus 102. Mariners at the Red Sox. Red Sox minus 122. And then Rangers at the Astros. I'm taking the Rangers team total under three and a half at minus 124. Cousin Jared, any parting words? No, it feels like we're just finally getting into the the, the swing of baseball season here, right? You know, pun intended. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're we're you know we kind of got off that roller coaster. Maybe we feel a little bit even. Let's just get some some of these good positive days and just kind yeah. of let that build up for for a few weeks before we get to the dog days of summer. Yep, I agree. I hope you're right with that one. And that's all we have for you today. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Picks with the Professor. A reminder, check out the Google Sheet for model picks, projections, and results. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.